Hey yo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USBI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a 10 Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink pack and we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from Board and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show coming at you not quite live from the Cake Compound down in Boca Raton, South Florida, about 20 miles away from Fort Lauderdale to the south, about 20 miles or 25 miles away from West Palm Beach, which is to the north. We are right here smack in the middle, right where we want to be. It's a beautiful time of year to be down here. My name is Tommy Casabona. I'm the host of the show. It's called the Always Be Both Cruisers. Uh, no, that's the Ultra Lounge. This is the Always Be Both Cruise Podcast is all you need to know. Uh, there might be some new listeners, as I like to say at the top of the show. Welcome. And uh, understand that this is a show about all things that are cruising, but it's also kind of like a little bit of wacky take on cruising. And we we are, I guess, honest to a fault sometimes since the fact that no cruise lines will talk to us. Uh, we just have a passion for cruising. I have a passion for cruising and I, you know, I advocate for you guys and that's it. I celebrate cruising. I have a good time. I like to think I playfully jest with the cruise lines a lot and uh, sometimes uh, maybe they appreciate it. Sometimes Sometimes they maybe uh, think it's a little uh, a little out of left field. Either way, this is what we do here. And uh, what I would like to say also is that we cover things that are sometimes off topic. We do, you know, conversational stuff. And what I like to think of this show is, and if you're listening to it for the first time, I say it all the time, it's known as to a lot of people as an acquired taste because it's a little bit of a family. It's a little bit of a community, which we'll talk about in a second. And because of that, we will just kind of like riff off the, off the top of the head a little bit and we'll go off track we'll get off track and you know if you're listening to this for the first or second time you may not care with a chubby middle-aged new yorker transplanted into florida who likes cruising and fell in love with cruising when he was in his late 30s has to say about life things you may not but as you listen to the show more as you attain a little bit more of a familiarity with me if you join the community in the cruiser the always be both cruisers lounge on facebook then you kind of start to develop that curiosity and you develop that you know okay what's he going to say next what's the topics that are going to come up while all the whilst whilst no clue if I use that properly or not. Actually, I probably am pretty sure I didn't. Uh, all the while, we still mix in some really good cruise content. I act like a clown on the show. I say a lot of wacky things, but then at the same time, I think you guys already know. You know, coming up on, uh, we're pushing, we're, we're getting more close to 30 cruises than we are to 20 cruises. I think, I don't even know what this is going to be, like the 24th or something like that. Coming up in a couple of days. Shout out to everybody who's listening, who's going to be joining me on, where are we going? Uh, this is the Mariner of the Seas, the newly, well, semi-newly refurbished Mariner of the Seas. Uh, we're going. We're cruising. This Monday, October 7th, four days, not one but two stops 
at Perfect Day at Coco K. Now, I don't know what we're going to do. So the purpose of this show right here and, you know, regular listeners who have been around for a while have gotten used to a format on this show. And that format is a little bit of intro, a little bit of promo- annoying promotions, and then a segment that we call the Cruise News. And then we go into the main topic of the show and then we handle your emails. And uh, that has always been the formula. It's been a winning formula. <laughs> I mean, who knows if it's winning or not? Who knows what it's doing? But we're switching it up for this one. I wanted to do this is the official cruise preview, the Mariner of the Seas, October 7th, uh, Bahamas cruise preview. So what I want to do is forego the news on this one and we'll maybe we'll, we'll see if we have time at the end of the show to do some emails but what I really want to do is oh, we don't have that many this week I think there's like three or four uh, we'll look into that see where it goes but what I really want to do is look into this cruise and talk about what we're doing I was able to join the group uh, there's a Facebook group for this cruise and it looks like a really cool group of people uh, I think they did announce a meetup let me pull this uh Pull this up. Mariner of the Seas. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy over there. And that is Excuse me. And this is what this is this is what this show is gonna be. It's gonna be a little uh, Scott. Big shout out to Scott O'Neill. Scott is the uh, admin, the main admin of the group over there. And uh, he was able, kind enough to let me kind of give a little quick little plug to the show. But uh, he's a great admin. He's been uh, keeping up with things. Um, the masses have spoken, he says, recently. Big shout out to everybody who's listening from that group. Uh, here are our plans for a short meetup during Sail Away. Deck 12. Well, guess what, guys? I'm staying on Deck 12, so I don't have a far commute for this meetup. I'm all pumped up about that. Uh, either side of the Sky Lounge. Mustard Drill is at 3.30, and Sail Away starts at 4 o'clock. Uh, this gives us the best choices for all. Uh, you can watch the shoreline. You can replenish your drinks from the Sky, Sky Lounge. Uh, what, Scott, this is what I think. Um, okay, no Mardi Gras beads to wear, but I will be wearing a red hat. And trying my best to pretend I'm Santa. Oh, yes. I did see a picture of Scott. Scott looks like a jovial dude. Scott looks like he's going to be a good time. Definitely has that Santa thing going on. And uh, I'm pumped to meet him. And I would definitely would like to do... I'm definitely going to do Patreons every day. We talked about that. Guys, by the way, uh, if you like this show, we do this show every day. We do an every single day show. Uh, to access that, you got to go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked. And then you can sign up and get a show just like this one, ideally maybe. Uh, a little shorter, but you know, nevertheless, a show every single day, an extension of the companion that you already see within this show, and uh, it's five dollars a month. You know, it's a great way to support the always be booked effort, but at the same time, five dollars the value's there. So, that's uh, I'm not so good at math, but you know, that's a very, very little amount of money for Azure. And uh, today, you know, it's a celebration because uh, we blew right by the fact that. I did a full month of shows. So if you're wondering, Tommy, you know, your hiatus is, you're coming, you're going, are you staying, are you leaving, what are you doing? Guys, I've done a show every single day for a month and five days so far. So give me a little bit of credit with that, and we're going to keep that going. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we're doing it like this, and we're doing a little bit of a freestyle show, a little bit of a Patreon-style show on the regular show 
because you know you got to keep those chops up every single day trying to get better as a broadcaster trying to do better it would be a better host be just be a better host for you people out there and that's what we're doing right now but let's get into this cruise so a couple of uh, thoughts that i have right now so the reason this cruise got booked by us is because my buddy joe who i work with and have been friends with for 20 years now about uh you know down here in west palm beach he just asked, is there anything open? You know, there's going to be a bunch of construction going on down at City Place, and the, the, the height of it is going to be during this week. He's been working his ass off to try to get this place up and running and going and things like that. So he asked me, is there any cruises? And I was like, yeah, how many people are you looking for? He's like, just me and you. So I'm like, well, I really wasn't planning on taking a cruise, but you know me, I got that right arm that does not need a whole lot of twisting when it comes to the cruising. So sure enough, I did look. I looked up on, uh, you know, just a consolidator and I saw deals for Carnival. I saw deals for Norwegian, so deals for MSC and things like that. But then I had some offers for Carnival, things like that. So we had a down to a Norwegian and a Carnival cruise for some reason. Uh, I was like, before we picked one of those, I was like, you know, nothing from Norwegian came up. Let me just go right to the directly to the site. So I looked on the site and the sticker price was $199 for this Mariner of the Seas cruise. So I was like, hold the phone on the Carnival and hold the phone on the Norwegian. Wait a minute. Now, the deals were going to be better with Carnival and Norwegian. The, the deals were going to be better and they were five-day cruises, but... My buddy Joe has cruised with me twice, and he seems to be falling in love with cruising a little bit. It just seems to be like his type of vacation for the same reasons it's mine, just constantly on the go and things like that. Uh, so we went on the sky twice. You know what I'm saying? So the other choices for these cruises was on the Norwegian Sun. Nice ship. Small, old ship, but a nice ship. And the Carnival, I believe it was some sort of a fantasy class ship. Uh, elation, devastation, penetration, something. One of those carnival ships. No problem. No problem. We would still do it. But uh, then I noticed that there was a Mariner of the Seas, which let's call it what it is. I love the crappy older ships, okay? Because I'm a junkie, right? I'm a cruise junkie. So I'm fine with going on those ships. But let's be honest. This is a proper cruise ship. The Mariner of the Seas, albeit on the older side of things, uh, is, is a proper cruise ship. It is the newest ship in the class of Voyager classes on Royal Caribbean, and I was pumped. I want I want Joe, who's already starting to get the cruise, uh, you know, the, the cruiser's elbow. No, that's tennis, right? Cruise itch? No. Cruiser's ear? No, that's the, 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 the whatever it is, the, the cruising bug. The cruising bug, he's already gotten that on the freaking crappy ass sky. So I'm thinking, wow, let me show this guy the freaking, uh, let me show him a proper Norwegian, uh, a Royal Caribbean cruise ship with a royal promenade, 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 promenade. Yeah. So, and not only that, perfect day at Coco K. Now, you new listeners may have said, well, why isn't he calling it K? Because I'm calling it damn K, because that's what they wanted to call it. I was listening to Sherry from Cruise Tips TV on her podcast, and she was recently at Perfect Day at Coco K, and her and Mr. Cruise Tips TV were having a spirited but good-natured back and forth about what you're supposed to call this damn thing. Uh, 
I'm not calling it Coco Key. You're not. You sound ridiculous when you say "perfect day" at Coco Key. Okay, the cruise line clearly made the name of it to try to make it rhyme. And already, like I said, it's been proven. When I was on hold for the group's department, they didn't switch it over. So this is what happened. They clearly wanted to go with Coco Perfect Day at Coco K. Perfect Day at Coco K. You could say that all day. It sounds nice. They get on land. They start building the place out. They ask the native, hey, by the way, somebody's got to open their big trap. Somebody's got to open their mouth and ask one of the natives. I love the natives. Come on. But you know what? What do they care what we call it? They could care less. But someone had to ask. Uh, so what do you guys, we, we, we have a debate here back and forth. Is it K or is it K? And one of the natives says, hey, man, we call it the key. So Royal Caribbean, in this age of political correctness, has to run back, change all their marketing, re-record all their... They forgot one, though. They forgot the Group's Cruise Department. Or if you call right now the travel agency Group's Cruise Department, it will say, spend a day, a perfect day at Coco Cay. It's like, oh, you got caught. You got to fix that. You got to clean that last one up. But... You know, you're not going to call something perfect day at Coco K, or that's how it's spelt, and have me call it Coco Key. It's just, you know, you're insulting my intelligence, so I'm just not going to do it. But having said that, there is no denying that this is still a perfect day, because what a destination this is. It's out of control. What I want to do in a little while is go over the cruise planner and uh, look into some of the activities that are available at perfect day at Coco K, as well as Nassau in the Bahamas. But not only are we going there, so we're getting on this cruise ship day one boom okay muster drill everything doing our thing running around the ship i guess you would consider that a sea day but you don't consider it a sea day you consider that embarkation day next day boom perfect day coco k day after that nassau boom day after that okay let's take a sea day go home right wrong turn it around Take it back to Coco K. Let's go. We're going back to Coco K for round two. Round two. You hear this a lot. You know, Royal Caribbean is just, you know, the, the reviews and the experience is just so out of control on this island that they're, 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 they're scrampering, scammering, crammering, cramp, campering. They're, what are they doing? They're, um, one of those words, camp. Scrambling, crammering. They're doing things to try to get people to be exposed to this island as much as possible. They're rerouting cruise ships. They're changing itineraries all to get people at Coco Cay. I'm a little upset because I saw in the news a few weeks ago, or I delivered the news as well, is that they were going to start doing night runs, late night stays at Coco Cay. And, uh... I, w- I would love to have been a part of that. They said they were going to do bonfires. They said they were going to do all sorts of stuff like that. And, uh, you know, firework displays as you sail away from Coco K. Sail away. Sail away. Uh, I- I- my thing is this. If you're going to do go there twice, why not one be an early run and ne- next one could be the late run? Do the first trip as a late run. Take your time getting over there and let us stay there late. And then let's get to Nassau late because Nassau, we're there for a decade. We're there from like, uh, let me see, do I have it here? We'll look that up in a second if I don't have it right in front of me. But if I'm not mistaken, 
it's showing me that me a cruise planner here plan my cruise this isn't gonna do it yet uh, all right, whatever it, it's it's i think it's like somewhere around like 9 a.m to like 9 p.m so i do like that too though i do like a nice nassau late night and everybody is gonna say even you know new listeners out there nassau does not suck i made videos on it check out the youtube channel uh always be booked on youtube and you could find uh, nassau doesn't suck the video things to do in nassau the ultimate nassau guide i don't know what it's called at this point but i don't have a lot of videos up there you're gonna be able to see them by the way i'm at 926 subscribers on youtube i need 74 more can you help me out with that? Can you shoot that out to somebody? This is late right here, guys. I'll tell you the time. It's 4.42. I did do the DJ shift tonight. Shout out to the New York Baseball Yankees. I'll do a little side thing here. I will say I don't find myself missing New York too much. I, I do miss it. You know what I mean? When you're talking about walking down 2nd Avenue and getting some good Greek food, and getting some real good pizza by the slices. You can't get slices. Two slices and a Coke. I'm sure there's places down here where you can get it, but it's not as prevalent. It's all sit-down menu. You buy the full pie. You don't buy shit. Or you can buy it by the slice, but then it's like half a wannabe deep dish from Chicago. It's crap. But um, here's when I do miss New York right now. I do miss New York right now. Shout-out to the lovely Miss Kay. She's in New York right now. Kay. Probably seeing all those freshly bought Yankee hats from all those people who just moved there from Tuscaloosa. And uh, now they're all of a sudden jumping on the Yankee bandwagon. But, you know, from 1981, I'm, 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 what is it? Almost 40 years strong. So, what were we saying? Um, So, yeah, baseball right now, it's October. You know what I mean? Baseball is a long season. Does anybody know how many games are in a baseball season? I'll tell you. 162. Okay? You usually don't play two games in one day. So that's at least 162 days. Divide that by 30. That's, it's, it's like a five-month season. And much of it, baseball gets that knock of being very boring. But... uh and, and I could argue that it sometimes it is. You know what I mean? You know, baseball is like not unlike this show. A lot of times it's a companion. When you're watching a baseball game at home on a summer evening, you know, the, the, the announcers have so much of an effect on the game because they can interject stories, interject their personalities. And baseball is a companion. And then when it gets to October, imagine that. Imagine playing 162 games. Games are about three and a half, three, three and a half hours each. Now you get to the end of the year. You played all those hours and hours and hours, five months every single day. Maybe there's a day off a week. Maybe. But you're playing every single day in the dog days of summer. And uh, now there's a little bit of a chill in the air. So two things happen and why October baseball is so important because, yeah, you show up every day, you could hit. And that's why A-Rod always got a, got, got heat because you could you could freaking hit 40 home runs. You could be a world beater. You could be so talented, you know, running around all summer. But then all of a sudden, things get tighter because now it's the playoffs. You know what I mean? Anybody could hit bad pitching. And during the course of a five-month season, you face a lot of bad pitching. 
Now it's October. Only the five or six best teams are around. So by default, they have the best pitchers. Not only do they have the best pitchers, by default, the fact that there's shorter series or or more important games and less of a reason to, uh, let's just say, uh, save people's arms, they're going to tighten down the rotation. So even on the best teams, the two or three worst starters, the worst pitchers are not going to be around. So you're seeing nothing but tight, good, solid pitching. And, and there's a chill in the air now. That's also an advantage for the pitcher. So now... Every single, you just played five months, every single pitch, every single play, every game, every day. You know, it becomes mundane. They all start to run together. They all start to run together. But now, every single pitch matters. And if you're at all into baseball, and if you're into the dramatics of it, New York is a big baseball town where I grew up, so I'm into it. But October baseball is huge. Shout out to the Yankees. Won their first game against the Twins tonight. All right, let's get into this here. So the reason we booked this cruise, I told you, was because of Joe. Then while we're ready to do it, we're, you know, me and Joe are just thinking it's just us. We asked, well, why don't we ask JP or somebody else to come with us? JP, we want to get JP in on it because he's our boy. But the problem is we need a fourth because we find out that our room does not allow for three to be in it. So now we got to find a third. We find a third. Third doesn't have a passport. Uh, then we find somebody else, somebody else that Joe works with at Blue Martini. And I guess I work with them too, even though I'm a, a DJ there one night a week. So I guess technically I work for him too. Um, I work with him too. So he's in now. Now it's a foursome and we're ready to go. We're ready to have a good time. And uh, we buy an inside cabin. What happened was they wanted to buy an inside cabin all sold out. They found the same exact cruise on the Navigator of the Seas. And I'm pissed because here's what happened. Here's what broke down. We're we're going to Orlando, Port Canaveral, basically, to take this cruise. And it's on the Mariner of the Seas. When we booked this cruise, I guess the Navigator was priced higher because while they were looking for this they, they since they couldn't get in our room or get a room on the ship they said they found the same cruise can we transfer our booking to navigator and it's out of miami same price same itinerary no offense better ship slightly navigator and we can't get on it we called I played the conversation, the phone conversation on the Patreon, tried to get in. They wouldn't change anything for us. So now it's an oh well situation because if we cancel, they're taking a whole cruise fare. They'll give us back the port charges and taxes, but they're taking a whole cruise fare. So we're not going to cancel it. So, oh, well, JP, you know, we can't do it this time. Maybe next time. JP says, all right. I'll keep looking. I'm like, well, good luck. It's less than a week to go with sale time. The insides are sold out. The very, very rarely, uh, you know, there was nothing less than a suite that was available. Lo and behold, the next day, JP does. He is JP is steadfast in his efforts and finds an ocean view. Holy crap! Are you serious? A little more expensive, but they're on it now. They got on the ship. They got on our, so we're driving up to Orlando Monday to get on the Mariner of the Seas, and we could not be more pumped about this cruise. And uh, 
the four of us, we're going to have a good time. We're going to do some drinking, okay? Let's just let's just be clear with that. There's going to be some drinking. And I'm hoping we meet some people. We're looking to experience the ship. We're looking to have a good time. So here's the issue. I got like it's almost like a wall. You know what I mean? I almost feel like Perfect Storm. You ever seen the movie Perfect Storm? When they at the end they go through the Flemish cap, 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 coop to the K, whatever, and uh, they feel like they're gonna make it home. They could see the storm is subsiding. They could see the sun start to come out. And then they're all starting to almost celebrate, but that celebration is premature because there's one more giant mega wave from the monster. You're headed straight for the monster. You could hear Mary Elizabeth Mastri Antonio saying it right in my head. I could hear it almost like almost like when she says, No, Tony. That's from Scarface. But either way, so they so they so they think they're out of it, but then somebody makes the observation that there's about a sixty foot wave headed their way, and they very very um, poignantly says, "She's not gonna let us out." So that wave symbolizes my two days of work <laughs> coming up the next two days, wall to wall. We got a grand anniversary at Crazy Uncle Mike's. Ready to take care of that. Pumped about it. It's going to be a fun Saturday night. But then after that Saturday night, when I don't get home till 4 in the morning, I got to turn around and come back at 1130 in the morning and uh, be ready for the NFL Sunday. So, And then I got to work all the way through that and close that night. This isn't 4 in the morning. It's probably about midnight or whatever. So it's a long-ass day. But then right as soon as that's done, there's nothing between us and the manor of the seas except a freaking two-hour drive across the state of florida but we're excited about that we can't but we can't believe it's almost here we got on this thing late and i want to again i want to thank scott o'neill again for for letting us in to the group um Speaking of groups, we do have an Always Be Both Cruisers Ultra Lounge on Facebook. If you want to join that, that's the main group for this show. But we also have an Always Be Booked uh, Super Cones Mega Loft. That's another group that we have, and that's a group just geared towards the Patreon. You are more than welcome to join that group. Maybe you're on the fence. I don't know if I want to be a Patreon, a Super Cone person or not, but uh, you are more than welcome to join that group and find out just buyer beware. It's a lot of talk about the Patreon stuff. So if you want to eavesdrop, try to figure out what we're talking about, feel free to join the Always Be Booked Super Cones Mega Loft on Facebook as well. All right, let's break down this Mariner here. So Mariner of the Seas, as we know, obviously sails at a Port Canaveral. It sails to the Bahamas right now. It's got a crew of 12, uh, 1,200 people. Uh, the ship was launched in 2003, which, again, like we said before, makes it the newest of the Voyager class of Royal Caribbean. Uh, and it has 14 decks at uh, max capacity. It holds 3,344 passengers. It's registered in the Bahamas, and its CDC scores uh, are ni- is 98. So, fresh off a $120 million renovation. I'm on Cruise Critic, by the way, so we're reading things and we're learning about things together. Uh, Fresh off a massive $120 million renovation that introduced a number 
of new features to the ship from the Skypad virtual reality bungee trampoline, uh, the Flowrider surf simulator, Playmaker sports bar and arcade, and the added dining venues and 40 more cabins. The 15-year-old Mariner of the Seas has a crisp new ship feel. So here's where we're at with this ship. I am pumped to be on it. However, there's a few different things. I was recently on the Navigator of the Seas, and I asked Matt Hodgeberg from RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com, as you guys probably all know him as well, uh, what are the what are the differences? Because I remember the Mariner being a very, very talked about ship, and I was like, why are people talking about this old-ass ship? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the first ship that uh, Royal Caribbean amplified right and they did a crazy job on it It was 120 million dollars they brought a lot of the main entertainers from the big ships on it and uh you know this is also a ship that they were celebrating the fact that they were doing shorter sailings on for a larger ship cruise critic to me made a mistake here they call this a smaller ship now it's not i I would still consider this a large ship not even a mid-sized ship it's a to me it's a large ship Anything that holds over 3,300 people has to be pretty big. So the gross tonnage is big. It's a large ship. You know what I'm saying? It's an older ship, but it's a large ship. Uh, So talking about the Navigator of the Seas. And the Navigator is an older ship than the Mariner of the Seas. However, conversely, consequently, it was refurbished after the Mariner. So when they refurbed the, uh, the Navigator... They already had a couple of refurbs under their belt, and it got more bells and whistles, okay? So they took the Navigator past the Mariner, and honestly, yes. The differences are Playmaker Sports Bar, while it did debut on Mariner, they really expanded it and made it really nice on Navigator. A couple of different rooms, wider. It's got a couple of different, a couple of more different games. It's uh, it's got a few more, I guess, what you call VIP seating, or little maybe side half alcove rooms as well. It's just a, a little bit more of a luxurious, nice feel on Navigator of the Seas. What else do you ask? I'm glad you asked. I don't think they have the beauty bar. The um, the the blow dry bar. What do they call it? What do they call it? Cut something. What do they call it? Well, anyway, it's a bar where you can get your hair did, and you could drink cocktails while you do so in the promenade. They don't have that on Mariner. Here's an interesting one. On Mariner, which is a little disappointing to me, is they don't have any Mexican venues. Now I'm sure they will pull out a few Mexican nights in the Windjammer, but there's no Sabor and there is no El Loco Fresh. Neither one. I think that is a neglection right there. No uh, Mexican options on either one. Now, here's a general thing about Royal Caribbean that I could tell you my buddy Joe is going to be disappointed in. I mean, we'll fight through it. We got to fight through it. We don't really have much choice. But one thing I'll say about the Mariner uh, and Royal Caribbean in general, what I meant to say is that they don't really do late night food that well. Okay? That's goes without saying that's not arguable there's no even a you know even the carnival and norwegian as as chintzy as the buffets are late night there's still a late night buffet 
Carnival has several options, whether it's pizza, whether it's whatever. Uh, you know, Norwegian has O'Sheehan's and, 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 and the buffet. Royal Caribbean does have Sorrento's, very, very marginal pizza, but no buffet. They do have sandwiches in the Promenade Cafe, but those sandwiches, I don't know, man. They're like not, they're not really, they're a little suspect. I would say they're sitting around under a, in a in a lazy Susan. Do they call it a lazy Susan? Can I say Susan nowadays? Uh, there is a you know, and they sit there and they're just sitting around all day. And then there's like sixteen drunks that are fighting over each one. I'm not getting involved with that. I don't want that smoke. So it's basically Sorrentos or room service. Yeah, I'm going to be having some Sorrentos now on a four day cruise. It's not going to crush you. Because you just do two and two. I'll do two Sorrento days, and I'll do two uh, room service days. So it's not bad. But we did uh, wear wear a path between our room and the buffet late nights on the sky. And the sky, like I said, it wasn't some crazy elaborate buffet, but there was always different options each night, and it was always pretty good drunk food. And that's all we're really looking for, right? So that's one aspect that I think I'm going to have to win the boys over on. But uh, all the other things on the ship are going to be so much better and really kind of make that some sort of like, you know, basically a mundane, you know, detail. So what? I can't wait. We got a real promenade. We have two pools. We have a flow rider. Now, what is that lily pad like thing? That hangs out back there by the flow rider. It seems like the kids like to climb it. Is it like the observatorium? Can you climb up there and kind of get a good picture? What What is the purpose of that other than just to climb up and climb down? I think there's nothing. But then that sky death globe that they have, I don't know. I'm not touching that thing, I don't think. Somebody uh, hurt themselves very, very bad. I give Royal Caribbean a lot of credit for even coming off the mat with this one and, and sending it back into uh, into action. So maybe like six months ago or so, somebody tried that, whatever. There's some weird, I don't know where they think of this stuff, but you basically strap a bungee cord to your waist and you jump up and down on a trampoline. While doing so, you throw on some uh, virtual reality eyewear and then all of a sudden you're flying in this globe up and down. You know, I, I don't know. For Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. For me, I could sit that out. I can be perfectly fine in my life having said that I never uh, risked my life on the death globe on Royal Caribbean. But you know what? To each his own. If somebody's going to have fun on it. All I need to hear is one. One person went down. The bungee cord snapped or whatever it was. Supposedly, they got it all fixed. And yes, yeah, supposedly, I guarantee that guy's going to walk away with a nice little chunk of change. But it's like, I don't know. Royal Caribbean is the leader in WoW. They are the leader in innovating crazy things that you normally don't see at sea. But... I think you can get a little too far sometimes when you're a little in over your head. And uh, you know what? We don't we don't really have to go that far, right? I mean, it, it's getting a little crazy out there. Most of it's fine. Uh, but you see with Carnival doing those uh, sky rides, you know, those things break down all the time. Uh, you know, you see who knows what's going to happen with that upcoming roller coaster. Uh, so far, so good on the Norwegian, uh, uh, the Norwegian go-karts. Nobody's flipped over the side of the ship and landed in the Atlantic off that. Hopefully, let's. Hopefully, that never happens. But uh, you know, I think you can get to a point where a lot of these bells and whistles and these things that you're trying to put on cruise ships become, you know, the the law of diminishing returns kicks in, and are we jumping the shark? 
what else am I looking forward to? All right, so let's talk differences on Navigator as well. Continued. Um, other than that, the Mexican option. The uh, Okay, the Lime and the Coconut Bar on Navigator of the Seas. A truly tremendous venue. It's different. Now, it's little six of one, half a dozen of the other. Because you could tell on Navigator of the Seas, they completely compromised like activities area. No pun intended, stepbrothers. There wasn't as much room for activities on the Lido deck when it came to Navigator of the Seas. But instead of that, there was a beautiful venue that was just nicely spread out with beautiful colors and sort of like an island vibe, a tropical feel with loungers and padded seating and couches and ottomans and cool little lighting that stayed open deep into past happy hour called the lime and coconut bar this does not exist on this ship now the setup is the sky lounge or the sky bar and it doesn't go out nearly as far into the lido deck as the lime and coconut but then while you're at the bar you're facing out at the stage where the activities will le- will be led and there'll be a nice little area and I'm assuming they'll do deck parties they'll do daytime dance dance offs and competitions and zumba classes or whatever they do out there and they'll do that in that area but then they have the two pools as well you know uh, Royal Caribbean does have the pool bouncers the uh threatening looking you know the very serious they're not threatening looking it's just that they look so serious the lifeguards I told you about that lifeguard that was the all-time greatest lifeguard when me, uh, Nicole, Chris, and Jonathan were at sea. This guy continued. He was almost dancing. He was so active. He was almost dancing. He'd do turns. He'd do look-offs, look-aways, spins, all in the name of monitoring the freaking pool. Okay? Mr. Pool Bouncer. You got all these moves. You're checking for people left and right. I know little Johnny, seven years old, 16 feet away from me. I know damn well he's peeing. Can you monitor that? No, you can't do anything about that. But it is what it is. That's not your fault. This guy, uh, I, I thought he was just like sort of like an asshole. But then we, we just couldn't stop staring at him. He was literally kicking up water as he's constantly moving. Like it was almost like a comedy sketch. It wasn't totally. You wouldn't write this comedy sketch. It was, it was. It was too exaggerated for that. But then we broke the ice with him, and he cracked up with us. He started laughing with us a little bit. And uh, you know, turns out he's he's got a personality, and he was he was an all right guy. I just think that's tough. The um, the pool bouncer setup. Norwegian has it, Carnival has it, but they're off to the side. You know what I mean? They're a little bit more inconspicuous. You don't see them as much. So that's 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 my feeling on the pool bouncers. But uh, what else are we excited about for Mariner? I'm de- oh, here we go. Ready? Okay, ready, ready. So of course we get the letter. As 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 quick as this cruise was booked by us, we still got the letter with a couple of days out asking us if we want to upgrade. Our stateroom. And uh, we said, okay. So I got the letter. We have an inside cabin. So it asked uh, it asked me, do you want an inside promenade view? Do you want an ocean view room? Or do you want a balcony? And then for each respective one, as you guys know, you can do on that sliding scale, you can decide how much money you want to put towards a possible upgrade. So here's what happened. I put $50 on the promenade view stateroom 
because I like those. I think that's cool. I think it's a cool little visual, people watching. You get a little bit of a extension to your room. It doesn't feel as closed in, and I do. I mean, I like I like ocean view. I don't really feel like you get bang for your buck on ocean view windows. I would much rather just be able to kind of chill out, maybe get ready. Once you get the drawers on, of course, you got to get the drawers on first. Don't leave the curtain on in the promenade view stateroom with your drawers off, walking around with your with your you know with your with your junk hanging out. You don't want to do that, not even by accident. You got to be leery of that. Make sure that the blinds are closed. But once you got your un- you got your unmentionables covered up, you know, open up the window or the blinds, get the music going. Maybe have a drink. You could do some people watching while you're having a drink. And you enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? I like that. So I put $50 towards that. The possibility of getting that. And then for a balcony, we're trying to be cheap on this cruise a little bit. You know, last minute getaway. We're trying to go El Cheapo on it. So I figured, all right, if you can give us a balcony for 100 bucks each. Was it 100 Yeah, 100 bucks each. So I put in for a hundred bucks each, and that would be it. So if we would have got the promenade view, we would have had to spend a total of a hundred. If we were gonna get the balcony, we would have had to spend a total of two hundred. So something in the middle of the night last night told me that a hundred dollars wasn't gonna do it. So I like said to myself, "Let me get on and go up to one twenty-five. Joe won't mind. We'll go up to one twenty-five. Then I slid over to one twenty-five, and I was like, "I bet a bunch of people are thinking twenty-five dollar increments." I bet I could beat out a lot of people if I go to 130. So I went to 130, still not really thinking that we were going to get it. We got awarded the inside promenade view stateroom. Okay? So they charged me 100 bucks, which covers 50 for Joe and 50 for me. I was like, oh, that's cool. All right, cool. Sounds good. No problem. So then I go on the website, look for my room, and I see the word ocean view 1418, fourth room 1814. Ocean View. I'm like, Ocean View, hold on, hold the phone. What is this? So is this, they just upgrade us to an Ocean View window without asking because I'd rather have the promenade view. Weirdly enough, call me what you want. That's what I'd rather have. Uh, but no. We're in a handicapped room that has a spacious balcony, a panoramic view. Do you believe this? We got upgraded to the balcony. Now, at this point, my card has only been charged for the original charge of the promenade view, which is a hundred bucks. I know that's an oversight. It's probably it's not an oversight. It's probably the, probably just the time it's going to take to get us on these cruise ships. Do not you know these cruise lines do not leave money on the table. So they're probably going to just basically you know eventually charge me what I'm supposed to be charged. But hopefully you know. You know, you guys won't rat me out if they don't. <laughs> Who the hell is texting me at 5.08 in the morning? That's out of control, don't you think? 5.08 in the morning? This is what happens when you know a bunch of bartenders and bar managers and things like that. So here we are, and uh, now we get the upgrade. So now Joe and I are in a balcony stateroom. And the only regret you have on something like that, it's just a four-day cruise because that sucks. You got a nice balcony, nice little itinerary, and it's just for four days. 
All right, so with these guys, we're going with, you know, I know Joe, uh, JP, sometimes it can be a little bit of a wacky scenario because, you know, anytime you have four people going in one direction or different directions, you know, it could be, I choose to let them use me to the level that they want to use me. A lot of times people will be like, well, Tommy, you clearly, you know, you know your way. I mean, I don't know if the word expert can come into play, but if there's a cruise expert out there, I'm probably up there with, with a high a higher than 90 percentile just because of the amount I've studied these ships and cruises I've gone on. But I still say last thing anybody needs is some freaking general whipping them around, telling them where to go, what to do, because that's what they think you should be doing. You know, rule number one, never predict your cruise. So with these guys, with that being said, these guys, you know, we're we're all relatively close to the same age. These guys are a little bit older than me. So I, I tend to let them lead the charge. Now, if they got a question, they want to do something, I'm happy to do it. Uh, I'm happy to answer it if they have a suggestion uh, that they're looking for. Uh, sometimes they follow it. Sometimes they don't. But that's fine with me. That's totally fine with me because What's this about? This is about the experience of making memories with your friends. And again, this is not, we're not on the Oasis of the Seas or the Norwegian Encore. This is a 20-year-old ship. And you know what? We're going to have a good time doing it, you know? So for me, like I say, I always try to say, I, I you know, I have my routine. My routine, and I'm going to strongly suggest this on embarkation day, is to get there late. Just just get there late, especially since me and JP are working late on Sunday. I got to work till at least 1230, probably. And he's got to work till about 1.30 or 2.30 a.m. So he was saying first, he's like, you know, maybe we should just get in the car and go there. I'm like, well, where are we going to go? We got nowhere to go once we get there unless we want to go to get a hotel room and spend, you know, $150 on a hotel room for just a couple of hours. I was like, you know, maybe we just crash and we wake up. And we go versus sleeping in the car and then getting what is already a short cruise off to a very, very tired start. Now, we could bounce back by day two, but why go into this thing jet lagged? You know, we're not going to probably get a great night's sleep on Sunday either way, but we could get five hours or so. You know what I mean? And then drive and then at least put some, some semblance of a decent embarkation day run together and see where it goes from there. The other thing that they don't know that I'm going to suggest to them is that we do the main dining room on night one. Now, these guys are not main dining room guys. I could tell you from the Norwegian sky. It was just like we, and I agree with them with this point, is that sometimes I just feel like they do hold you there a little bit too long, you know? Why do I need a two-hour process? I know it's comfortable. I know it's nice to hang out with the different new people. I know all that stuff is true, but, you know, there's so much to do on these cruises, especially after the sun goes down with all these, you know, shows and entertainment and comedy and, you know, silent discos and piano bars and this and that i want to experience as much of it as possible i don't necessarily need to be held hostage waiting for a freaking tuna tartare to come out you know what i mean then ice cream i cookies a la mode i gotta wait until till 10 30 at night and then i gotta sprint across the ship if i want to see somebody get hypnotized in the main theater you know so i'm saying like you know however having said that the main dining room experience is something I think we should try on the first night. Take it in, feel it out, because that will give us a better indication of if we want to do it. And I don't see us really doing a lot of specialty dining this cruise. I don't really why. You know, I, I don't I don't get the 
if the food's good, if the food's edible in the main dining room or the buffet, we stay with that. Because seriously, I mean, we've had some good food. We're in the restaurant business. We know good food. And nothing that they give us in the steakhouse or in the Italian joint or, or even sushi is going to be better than we could just get it right around the corner from our, our, our place on land. So it's not going to be some crazy elevated experience. Now, the hibachi thing, that would be cool. I would vote for that. You know what I mean? We would talk about that maybe if somebody you know does well in the casino. And that brings us to the next thing. We're definitely going to do a little gambling. I saw JP came to Blue Martini tonight. So Joe works there. I, he runs the place. I work there. And then JP came in to kind of talk about the cruise a little bit. And uh I walked over to him and I see him on his phone. I look on his phone and I see he's practicing blackjack. I love that because he's going to do some blackjack playing. And hopefully, you know, there's nothing better. You gamblers out there, is there anything better than when you're at a table with your boys? You just hung out. You had a nice night out. Now you got that right buzz kicking in. You sit down at the table. You get a friendly dealer, and you just go to war, and everybody's winning. That dealer keeps busting, and everybody's at least a couple of hundred dollars richer walking away. Is there anything better than that? Then you go to bed with a smile on your face, ready to take on the day the next day. I really want to go to the gym. I want to try to make the gym on this cruise all the days. I, uh, I'm i definitely off the rails right now. So this cruise goes from the Monday to the Friday. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to start on Saturday or Sunday. So that following Monday has to be, has to be the kickoff to the official training camp for the Pirates and Pier Runners group cruise. Shout out to Chris. Chris, I, uh, Chris is trying to pl- play games. You might know him as Sancocho, CJ Sancocho. Uh, Chris, I'm going to need you on this cruise, okay, buddy? We're going to have to find a way to make this happen. Chris is uh, coming at me with uh, some possible, I don't want to use the C word, and I don't mean hunt, I mean cancellation. Uh, uh, he's not saying that that's what's going to happen. There's, I guess there's some sort of a little bit of a, a eminent fear of the possibility of that. No, dude. You got 15 days. Let's lock this down. Let's make this final payment. And let's not do this to daddy, huh? Go, daddy, go. Let's make sure that we're on this cruise. Go, daddy, go. I shouldn't have said that. That was an insider for the Patreon. Big shout out to the people who just joined the Patreon. We have a couple of people. And big shout out to Paul. Paul upgraded. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. But uh, those of you who did just join the Patreon realize that they uh, you're in for a treat. Because all you got to do is listen to that drunk episode. And a lot of people are saying uh, that drunken podcast episode was worth the waiting, you know, for the worth, worth the entire month worth of $5. Just in that episode alone made it worth it. But what do they know? What do I know? What does anybody know? All right. So let's look into this cruise planner here. And figure out what we want to do. Shout out to maybe the three or four people that are on this cruise that are also going. So maybe we could take a look and see what we want to do here. Um, okay. Cruise planner. Four nights, plan the cruise. So we are doing the drink package. That's one thing that has to happen. Um Let's look at some shore excursions. Coco Cay is pretty simple. Uh, we're going to bring up just the list for all 
the options for everywhere. So you have a few different options you could do. You have the Thrill Water Park full day pass. You have the Thrill Water Park cabana and full day pass. I mean, some of these prices are out of control. Uh, if you want to do the Thrill Water Park full day pass just for you, for a person, you could ride all the slides as many times as you want. For this particular sailing, it is $49. It definitely used to be cheaper, but now it's $49. If you want that same Thrill Water Park pass and a cabana, a water park cabana, so I guess they have different neighborhoods on this island that have different cabanas. $749. Now, that is paying for probably up to five people, but I never understood that. What do you get from this cabana? This is not like a VIP table. They're not coming over with a bottle of vodka and some appetizers. This is just for you to have some water, some fresh towels to be out of the sun. I don't get how these cabanas go at those prices. $749. There are also Chill Island Cabanas. And I will view details here on this. There's a picture of them. Because I do know that they recently uh, made these a thing. Chill Island Cabanas. Uh, they're sold out. So you can't get any Chill Island Cabanas. doesn't even say the price. Oh, yeah, it does. $499 just for the cabana. Sold out. You can't get it if you want it. Uh, you have Oasis Lagoon. That's a cabana as well. They are sold out. $499. Now you can make your way over to South Beach. Now if you, you know, if if you if your if your dream is to lay around on a bed that sits out on a beach all day and uh, who knows what the hell goes on on that freaking bed at any hours of the night by any of the locals or even people during the day that are, I mean you can get this bed for $199 for the day. Okay? Um, Parasail, up, up, and away. Any guesses on how much that costs? Still not too bad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's $93 now. So if you want to get in the balloon, the Parasail Adventure, it was like 39 bucks when we were there. It's 93 Reverse it. And I'm not dyslexic. I remember it was like 39 bucks. Now I wasn't in the best condition, so maybe uh, I got wrong information, but somebody maybe could verify that. I believe it was $39 for the up, up, and away parachute uh, adventure. Um, the Coco K all-day snorkeling at your leisure is sold out. So that's at your leisure. What were they going to do with that? Do you have to? I just want to curious. Is that like self-led? Do you get in a, in a boat? Overview. Pick up your snorkel equipment at the Snorkel Shack to enjoy a fun-filled day of snorkeling at your leisure. You'll see stunning tropical fish and an array of marine life as you explore a unique underwater paradise. The diverse snorkeling area is also... Wow, even the fish are diverse nowadays. Diversity even in snorkeling underwater. So above water, below water, it's all about that diversity. It includes a deep water area where you can take a plunge down to a breathtaking reef. Um... No experience needed. Uh, so this sounds to me like, okay, it sounds like it's an excursion, but the only thing that makes it an excursion is the fact that they give you equipment. So I think if you bring your own snorkel equipment, you could probably do this. All right. 
the real water park in Cabana. We talked about that, 749. Now you have the Perfect Day of Coco Cay zip line. This is a very long, high-flying zip line above Perfect Day of Coco Cay. And uh, you can get that for $74.99 for an adult. And if it's just a kid, you can get that for $74.99. Now, they're offering something else here. This is a two-day Thrill Water Park Pass. And they're offering that because why? We're staying there for two days. We're going there for two days. Very, very savvy. And they're offering that at $79. Chill Island Cabanas are sold out, as we said, $4.99. Uh, the bed's okay. Um, jet skis. Who's into jet skis? I say it every single day. And if you don't remember me saying it, then you'll listen to it again. You'll hear it again. Listen, I don't know how much they cost. I don't know how much disposable income you have. I don't know what your situation is and your prioritization of what you spend your money on. But if you find yourself having a bad day, a bad week, a bad month or a bad life. If you can find a place, a guy somewhere who will rent you a jet ski for 45 minutes, take advantage of it because you're not in a bad mood when you're on a jet ski. That's just, that's just, that's just facts. You're just not in a bad mood when you're on a jet ski. I remember just riding jet skis with a couple of drinks in me. Nothing, I'm not drunk, but a couple of drinks in me out in Fort Lauderdale and just speeding over waves and being by myself. Now, I have a friend with me, but he was on a separate jet ski somewhere far off. I'm on this jet ski by myself, and I see the sun hitting, the sun's going down, the waves are nice, you're doing some jumps, you're spitting around, you got a couple of drinks in you, not drunk, just a couple of drinks, and... All is right with the world. I remember just letting out a yell, like a like a yeehaw or something, or like a woo or something, because, man, this was, you know, not cruise, but pure bliss. Uh, and the reason I say that if you're new, I say cruise, uh, pure cruise bliss and not a lot, because we all can relate to those couple of times on the sailing when we are just chilling, when we are at that point where Whatever it is, whatever your happy place is on that cruise, you know, you're sitting there, you're looking around, you're taking inventory, everything is right in the world, and you just say to yourself, yeah, I am in my happy place. It's almost like if a cruise ship is your happy place, it's almost a happy place within the happy place, an optimal happy place, if you will, and uh, that is pure cruise bliss, but when you're on a uh, jet ski it's something else. It's something other than cruise, but it's still pure bliss. Uh, they do have a Stingray Encounter uh, that's out of Coco Cay, and uh, you could do that for fifty four ninety nine. Uh, you could also, they used to say swim with the pigs. You go to Exuma, I believe it is the island. Now they stopped it, and they call it Swimming Pigs Tour because I think so many people were complaining, well, you don't swim with the pigs. You watch the, the, you watch the pigs swim. So... Either way, I could do without the pig swimming. I don't know about you. I'm okay without it. 103 bucks, uh, 74.99 for children. Uh, you got a kayak adventure. I've never done a kayak on a cruise island. I always kind of wanted to, but I just never got around to it. Um, you can get a kayak at Coco Cay for 40 bucks. Not bad. Kayak and snorkel adventure, which is lead, uh, 67 bucks. Uh, they have a right choice glass bottom boat tour. 40 bucks. Obviously, that's communal. 
Reef Snorkeling and Sandbar Getaway. Uh, that is 50, not to be confused with the shore excursion that involves snorkeling that is sold out. Uh, a pre-cruise deal on certified scuba dive without equipment. Um, was that a good idea? Either way, $53.99, so you can get uh, certified. Floating beach mat, a piece of rubber you can rent for $17. Uh, let's see. And that's pretty much everything. There's a wave tour, a wave runner tour. So take a high-speed ride as a passenger. Okay. So you can ride the jet ski. Oh, I skipped right over that, right? The jet ski is $98. That's pretty high for an hour and 15. Well, actually, hour and 15 minutes. That's fairly standard. Okay? Maybe even on a little bit on the cheap side. And then if you wanted to just be a passenger... Yeah, they don't let you just ride in the back anymore. It's not by the jet ski. It's by the passenger. But the second rider is only $35.99. So I guess, you know, I guess you'll take that, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen. I stepped away for a minute. Catch uh, four and a half, five hours of sleep. It was getting a little crazy with uh, trying to continue to pull that off deep into, you know, 5.30, 6 in the morning, things like that. Um I got to get back to work soon, but I figure let's get in a little um let's get in a little cruise planner talk regarding Nassau Bahamas. That's right, Nassau. Nassau, let's give it a little intro. A lot of people talk a lot of shit about Nassau. And okay, so to me all you really have is it's not the cleanest city. It might be some crime. <laughs> I get it. These these are big things. Uh, and yeah, it's a little bit like most of them. When you get off, you have the straw market. And there are a lot of people who will harass you. I do understand that uh, f- to buy things. But I, I, I've maintained the fact that I feel like you will absolutely be able to, um, to, to kind of get out of the way of that if you just politely smile and say no thank you. Now, yeah. Is it still a little annoying? You could say it's a little annoying, but at the same time, it's not a dangerous situation. You know what I mean? You just, sorry, sorry, thank you. You look, you be direct, almost like direct back at them. Match their aggressiveness. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, ma'am, come in. I want you to see this. You have to, you have to check this out. Come on. I'm like, you look dead in the eye. Again. No, thank you. Smile. Almost like. The smile and the look in the eye says, I have no problem with you, but go harass somebody else. You know, you don't want to be an asshole. You don't want to be rude. You don't want to put yourself in a position where anyone is testing their man and womanhood. And, you know, who knows? Maybe that's the day they snap on you. You don't want that to happen in, a, in, a, in, a, in on foreign soil. You know what I mean? So just, hey, well, that's my method. Oh, thank you very much. And, I, and I'm just loud about it. Oh, no, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm good. But I'm good. Like I said, I'm good. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And then they, and they'll give you that. They'll suck their teeth and they'll give you that. Mm. You know, this guy knows what he's doing. This girl knows what she's doing. She knows how to, you know, don't let anybody put anything on your wrist. Okay. Don't um, don't do that. Because once they put something on you or they have you try something on, sometimes it may not come off. And then sometimes they'll try to be like, well, now you owe me money. 
You know what I mean? That's one of the scams that they try to pull off here and there. Don't fall victim to that one. That's an oldie. As a matter of fact, I don't really think it's going on much anymore because, you know, crackdowns and things like that. All right, what are we doing in Nassau? I mean, Nassau to me is like, yes, it's like if you're from New York City, if you're from any uh, large urban area, it's, you know, you deal with the ramifications of that. Sorry if my voice is a little groggy. Just rolled out of bed here, so we're getting through it. Uh, The ramifications of living in any populated urban, you know, city center is that you're not going to have these always the most clean and pristine and nice you're going to see a piece of paper on the floor you're going to see a straw blowing through in the street you're going to see certain types of types of things uh and some of them are better than others of taking care of it but you know just roll with that that's just part of living in a in a populated area and nassau to me i mean would you rather be in that you'd rather be at roatan you'd rather be at uh you know dare i say grand cayman no I want to be at Nassau. Nassau has the tropical paradise. When I look over when we when we cruise in, into shore into the pier into the port, and we look over the balcony or the or the or the, or the side of the ship, and you look and you see Junkano Beach, that is really some of the greenest water matched up with you know some real population that I've ever seen. It's a lot of people, but that water still stays very very of the vegetation within it. It is gorgeous and. To me, there is so much to do at Nassau. It took me over an hour to do a YouTube video on it. And if you want to check that out, it's always be booked. And you type in the, the ultimate Nassau guide or the best of I forgot what it's called. You want me to check it out? I keep telling you to look at this thing, and I can't even tell you what it's called. I'm going to find out right now. If you just bear with me for a second, let's go to YouTube. Let's go to always be booked. Be booked. And... It is called The Ultimate Nassau Guide. I made this two years ago. I mean, it took a freaking decade to make, uh, so please give it a view. <laughs> and it's um, an hour and seven minutes long, and it gives you everything that you'll need to know about Nassau, and uh, let's talk about some of that stuff now. With that, the advantage to that, there'll be some pictures and things like that. All right, so first, if you've never been to Nassau, and I personally think, you know, a lot of people talk crap about it, and it is an arm and a leg from a cost standpoint. Uh, the um, Atlantis, you know what I'm saying? So you get the Aqua Venture Oasis at the Atlantis, and that's a full day. You get the um, Aquarium. And you get the water park, and you get the hotel, you get the lobby, what everybody else gets, and everything like that. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, and it's been around for, I don't know what, it's got to be going on like 25, 30 years now. And um, you can get this whole deal for 170 bucks. To me, if you've done it a couple of times, because people go to Nassau a lot, cruise ships go to Nassau a lot, so you may have done Atlantis a couple of times. In that case, I get you not doing it, but if you want to do it, if you've never done it before, I mean, that lazy river alone is gorgeous. And then they have Cabbage Beach right behind it. So, I mean, there's, to me, it's it's $169. They will take you from the ship to there. And then you'll be able to hang out, do your thing, walk around. The aquarium is, I mean, and I'm not, you know, shout out to Matt, fantastic cruising. I'm not the biggest creature guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm not what to tell you. I'm not. I wish I was more of a creature guy, but I'm not. Having said that, this is a kaleidoscope of fish. It makes you almost feel like you're snorkeling, okay? You do have to watch your step because you're walking through some very, very dark areas so as to be able to uh, 
focus as much light onto the fish. I mean, you the, the fish seem to get bigger and bigger. They're beautiful and they're gorgeous and plentiful at the beginning. And then you hit some turtles. Then you see some stingrays. And then you're literally walking and you have a giant, you know, 12-foot shark right next to your face. It always terrified me, but I'm just a whack job. So it just, you think about like, can you imagine if all these tanks and, the, the, you know, we're, the, we're at the top of the food chain as human beings. Just one little piece of broken glass and that that would end real quick. We, we would be at the mercy of all these fish. But why would you think like that, Tommy? I don't know. It's just kind of like where, where my head goes. But it is what it is. So that alone, just the Atlanta situation. And then the the rides. The rides are crazy. These slides are nuts. If you're into slides, I mean, this is a great deal. No offense to the Coco K, uh, you know, the water park there. Uh, this is on another level. I mean, you're talking about Mayan pyramids and stuff like that and really, really steep drops and just the the Lazy River is gorgeous. I mean, the Lazy River is a pleasure, a true pleasure and a treasure. It's a pleasure treasure. And uh, there's a part of it, though, just be aware, it's fun. It's not so lazy. It's a little rapidy, rapidous, rapidus. Uh, but I'll say you'll probably fall off, but you just jump right back on. It's just like a fun little part where, you know, things get a little rougher and you bounce around a little bit and maybe you'll fall off the tube. You're not standing in water that's more than, I don't know, four feet or whatever, maybe even less, but it's a good time. Definitely check out Atlantis if you haven't done it. Now, here's another one. Blue Lagoon Island Deluxe Beach Break. This is a cool thing to do. It's just not for me. If you want to turn your trip to Nassau, okay, Listen, this is this right here blows any problems with Nassau to me out of the water. Because if you want to turn your trip into Nassau into a cruise line private cruise ship cruise line private beach day, you can do this at Blue Lagoon Island. You take a nice pleasurable ferry ride over to Blue Lagoon Island and you're now Basically, like you're in Half Moon Key, or it's like you're in Great Stirrup Key, or something like that. You're chilling on a beach, gorgeous beach, semi-remote location. All your water sports are available right there. You can watch the dolphins. You can uh, shout out to, I guess we're shouting out a lot of creators this video. It's not a video, Tommy. This is a freaking audio podcast. I get it, okay? So, uh, you can, um, Griff and Alyssa. Tremendous vloggers, and they did a Blue Lagoon uh, run recently, or maybe it wasn't recently, but I saw them do a video on Blue Lagoon Island, dolphin encounters, stingrays, things like that, aside from all the beach things and stuff like that. And uh, the Blue Lagoon, if you just want to go to Blue Lagoon Island, you could do that for 88 bucks, 88.99, I should say, sorry, 69.99 for children. And then if you want to do the aforementioned dolphin uh, encounter while you're there, along with the beach day, 134 134 bucks. Um, explore New Providence sightseeing in Spanish. Okay, so they have a Spanish-speaking tour, which is awesome, uh, for $60.99, uh, $48.99 for children. You know, speaking about these tours, English, Spanish, whatever you want to talk about, if you ever find yourself going into a port, whether it's like Grand Cayman's a perfect example, uh, Curacao, I did one, uh, Aruba, even Aruba, even though there's a lot to do in Aruba and I wouldn't do it again because there's just too much to do in Aruba. If you don't know exactly what to do, 
Spend a couple hours on one of those tours because they'll just give you a lay in the land for a very good price. It'll be a very relaxing, comfortable climate with nice AC and things like that or open air if that's what you prefer. If they have those, Uh, just depends on the tour that's available and just cruise around the city and get just at your leisure, relax, maybe have a drink in your hand and let someone who has an expert of the island tell you about the island. Let's just say you don't even get to take advantage of a lot of it that particular time. You're taking in a lot of data. Again, going back to Dan Dan, the cruise director on the Norwegian Breakaway that I interviewed for eight minutes on one of my episodes. Education and then participation. Keep that in mind. Educate yourself. Say the same thing with the cruise planner. Guys who are going on this cruise, girls who are going on this cruise. When I say guys, it's guys and girls. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to live in this world anymore where you can't just say things and, you know, kind of just be, you know, have to worry about what, the, what, what, you, what, what words you're using. But if you're going on this cruise, I say to all the guests on all the cruises that are going to sail with, I'm a little loopy this morning, huh? Uh, I say to everybody, wake up when you're taking that morning poop. Grab that freaking cruise planner in there, okay? Take it in the bathroom with you. Put on your glasses, whatever you got to do, and look. See what's going on for the day. You may have said, you know, oh, you know, I really went on that cruise two years ago when they did that hairy chest competition with the guys. That was so funny. You know what? They're going to do it. But if you don't sit and read when it's going to happen, you're going to miss it. You're still going to have a great cruise, but educate. This way... You could participate. All right. So that's what I took. That's what I did. This one happens to be in Spanish. I'm sure there's one in English will come up on, but this one is $69.99. All right. Pearl Island VIP Cabana for two. Escape to the pristine beaches on the private Pearl Island. So this is another beach getaway, but this one you get in the cabana and everybody, man, people pay so much money for these cabanas. $455.99. And I'm sure, oh, this is only for two people. You're talking about freaking 225 bucks for a cabana for two, but this does look sick, though. Let me look at this thing. Let me open this up. I'm actually going to open this one up because I'm curious about it. Yeah, this looks like that. That Okay. All right. Well, this looks like that Bora Bora type shit. You know what I mean? Where you, where you, you know, the cabana is actually on the water. Pearl Island. Take a boat to a private island lounge by the beach in, lu- in a luxury cabana for two. Your beach day package includes two sun chairs, a welcome cocktail, one welcome cocktail for $455. You're going to give me one of your watered down crappy Bahama Mamas? Are you serious? Butler service, uh, a tasty lunch, and soft drinks. Aquatic fun. Relax on water mats, jump on the floating trampoline, or go kayaking, paddle boarding, and enjoy guided snorkeling. Now, if you could sneak some booze onto this thing, maybe a mixer, and then tell them to get you some ice, this would be worth it. But if not, you got to pay $10, $12 a drink on top of this. I tell you to take this and shove it up your ass in a nice way. You know what I mean? In a nice, no disrespect. Um, C-Pass card you got to bring, your camera. Cash credit is recommendations to tell you what to bring and what to wear. What should I bring? A camera, money, sunscreen, a towel from ship. Okay. What should I wear? How about clothes? Hat, sunglasses, swimsuit, cover-up, lighted clothing, shoes, uh, maybe reef socks, snorkel shoes, maybe a watch if you like to wear watches on your wrist. You know what I mean? Maybe a headband, a bandana. Are you guys into bandana? Are you bandana fans? Maybe wear one of those. 
uh, a belt. Sometimes they have these pants or shorts or whatever you're wearing. A lot of times they don't fit exactly to your waist. So what you want to do in that case, go out to kitchen. They have a lot of them. You know, you could get them for $12, TJ Maxx type thing. Or you can get nice leather, Louis Vuitton or things like that for a lot of money. So you have a wide range of what these called, they're called belts. And what they'll do is help your pants stay around your waist. Um, and that's that on that. So let's look at, I'm going to back out of that. Continue to look. Uh, okay, this looks cool. Thriller jet boat. If you want a death ride, if you want to pee, uh, pee, pee your pants so the person's next to you, uh, you get a pulse-pounding one-hour ride on the high-speed Thriller jet boat. And you know how these things are. You you know, Super Cat, the speed boats, and they usually have like an intimidating face on the painted on the side of them, and they fly around, and you feel like you're gonna whip out, and you know, it's a little 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 scary, but you know, it's fun. Don't not. If you don't want to get wet, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to get wet, don't do this. $50.99 a person. Educulture. Junkanoo Museum. See, this is what I say. Okay, you'll see this in the video if you check the video out. There's so much to do if you just walk around Nassau. I wouldn't necessarily do this through the cruise line for $33.99. If you're going to do the Junkanoo Museum, do it on your own. You can get off the ship at Nassau, get yourself a map, and walk around. There's a pirate museum. There's a Junkanoo museum. Now, Junkanoo is like the a tribal culture that existed in Nassau for a while, and they keep that tradition alive. They do a Junkanoo parade. Uh, you know, you'll see a lot of in Coco Cay. You'll see a lot of the dancers when you get off the ship. They're dancing to uh, these rhythms and these beats, and you know, the drums and things like that. That's uh, that's all called Junkanoo. You know what I mean? So definitely take that in. It's definitely interesting. And I do. You know what I mean? As cruisers, like I always say, we may not necessarily be the most uh, cultural history education seekers by nature. Those people tend to do the five-day trips to one destination so they can really kind of immerse themselves. Having said that, we're, we're, we're thinkers, right? As cruisers, we're thinkers. We like to be educated. We like to get, dare I say, cultural. And this is an opportunity for do that to do that. But this is Educulture Junkanoo Museum. If you want to just immerse yourself in the museum, you can do that. Um, that's thirty three ninety nine. Uh, but I say, you know what? Don't do that. Just just do it on your own. Find out where the museum is. I bet the cover charge is not more than five or ten bucks. You know what I mean? You can walk there. You know, you don't, and all the education that you'll want is probably found in there. They have people in there that you could ask questions to, and then you take the rest of that money and put it towards other places, the art gallery, you know what I mean? The Pirate Museum, I thought the Pirate Museum was really, really cool. Totally walkable. Check out Fort Finn Castle. Oh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Deluxe Sailing, okay? This is a two and a half hour offshore cruise on a 50 foot sailing yacht. So um, this is $99 a person. Let's see what else is involved with this. What do you get? I bet you get one drink. Let's see. After a short walk to the marina, indulge in a relaxing two-and-a-half-hour offshore cruise on a 50-foot sailing yacht. As you enjoy panoramic island scenery, weather permitting, enjoy sailing, swimming, snorkeling at Pearl Reef. So this is the same spot with those Bora Bora um, cabanas. Previous Previous to water activities, unlimited. Unlimited not. No, no. I got excited. See what they did there? They hit you with the unlimited, and then right after that, they th- they say non-alcoholic drinks are offered on board. Once you are, yeah, you could fix that really quick. 
I'll tell the story really quickly again because I told it two or three times before. So I'll be brief. We were going to take a open-air safari tour around St. Kitts. They said it was free rum punch the whole time. I saw the cooler that was strapped to the back of the vehicle. But I know that me, Chris, and Nicole were not going to get where we wanted to be from that watered-down rum punch. Now, we took your rum punch. We enjoyed your rum punch. But before the tour, we found a duty-free liquor store. And got a flask-sized bottle of plastic, plastic bottle of Captain Morgan as well. So we enhanced your rum. We self-enhanced your rum punch. Uh, maybe you can self-enhance these non-alcoholic drinks. It's up to you. We'll see. Uh, once you're done with Water Sports Unlimited beer, hold on, we're all over the map here. Once you are done with water sports, okay, so that's what they do. So they're going to, okay, makes sense. They, they're going to give you your booze, but they don't want to booze you up before the water sports. Makes sense. Um, turkey sandwiches, pesto pasta, salad, cheese. I'm sure this is going to be five-star Top Chef rated. Uh, cheese, olive skewers. Oh, ol- cheese and olive skewers? Guys, I got to get on this thing. I got to get me some cheese and olive skewers here. Fresh fruit, assorted dessert. Let the tropical vibes of the Bahamas sink in on this all-inclusive sailing adventure. This might be cool. I might freaking do this. Should we do this, Joe? JP? What do you think of deluxe sailing? I don't know, man. Three hours. It's only 99 bucks. Includes booze. I'm going to bring this up in the next board meeting. Let's take a look. Let's move on. What else do they have? Okay. Um, accessible, so wheelchair accessible, Fort Charlotte and Pirates of Nassau Museum. So there's a couple of forts in Nassau. The one I like to go to is Fort Fincastle, but there's also Fort Charlotte. I think it's a little smaller. Uh, you check out the fort, and then you can see the Pirate Museum, which I did, and uh, that's 145 freaking dollars. I don't know. What do you get for 145 dollars here? Um, Rupert and Derive past the hotel. Capital. You're sure you get a little tour along the way. Um, I'm not seeing any free alcohol or food here. I would maybe avoid this one. Uh, $145 to see the fort, which you can do for free. Not for free, a couple of dollars. And uh, the Pirate Museum, which was, I think was when I was there, I think it was between 5 and $10. Uh, I wouldn't pay $145 for that plus transportation. Um, Discover Atlantis. You can immerse yourself a little bit deeper into Atlantis by diving deep into the ocean's breathtaking, breathtaking underwater worlds uh, with a fully guided tour. And basically, you're walking around, and, and it's basically you're going to get a guided tour of this uh, aquarium. As well as I think you get a little bit deeper. I think you get some access to some areas that other people don't get to. It's $55. You can do that. That's a pre-cruise deal that they have. Dip and Discover. Dolphin K with uh, free Atlantis Aquaventure. So if you want to hang out with the dolphins in Atlantis, you could do that as well. $207. You can keep that as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so we talked about the Blue Lagoon Island getaway, basic. And then we talked about Pearl Island, where you could do a couple of different things that are on another level. Um, if you just want to go to Pearl Island on a regular beach getaway, you could do that for $98.99. Uh, 
And uh, what else? Okay, so this is what I was talking about before. We talked about the version in Spanish speaking. This is one in English as well. Essential Nassau. This is a three-hour and 30-minute tour that will literally give you the lay of the land of all things Nassau, New Providence, I'm sure, Paradise Island, things like that. $45.99. And uh, yeah, just a basically a very... And this is... Uh, guys, if you're on this sailing, if you're listening to this and you're on this sailing, remember, we spend a lot of time in Nassau. Um, does it say right here? I don't. I know we get back on the ship at nine o'clock. I'm trying to remember when we get off the ship. I think it's somewhere around nine o'clock, something like that too, as well. But you could afford to do this from a time standpoint. You could take in three hours and thirty minutes on the earlier side, and then have a full range of knowledge of the island to know exactly what you want to do. Education, then participation. Um, Pearl Island talked about that just now you could do that with snorkel and lunch for 112 so 99 dollars just to get on the island and take the trip out there and relax if you want to add in snorkel and lunch another 13 bucks check it out um balmore island beach break that's another similar island you can check out it's uh 45 dollars 99 cents take a quick ferry ride to balmore island for a lovely beach getaway that's a bargain basement price so i'm guessing that's all you're getting is just transportation to balmore island and you're chilling i know i have more details on the difference between a lot of these islands in the youtube video that you might want to watch uh blue lagoon island stingray encounter um so we talked about the Blue Lagoon Dolphins. Now, this is the Stingrays, $55. Uh, if you want the Sea Lions and uh, the Beach Day. So, beach. So all right, so Sea Lions. So you have Dolphins, you have Stingrays, and now we're talking Sea Lions, sea lions on Blue Lagoon Island. That is $169. Rainbow Reef Snorkel in Nassau. Rainbow Reef somewhere, I guess, $41.99. Um... This is another tour. It's called Charm and Beauty of Nassau and Paradise Island. So I think uh, it's similar to the other tour that we just talked about, the Essential Nassau. This is a little bit more of the Charm and Beauty side of it. And uh, as we're running thin here, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We got a bunch of other stuff. You could do a glass bottom boat tour for thirty seven bucks. You can do a um, Blue Lagoon Island Segway tour once you're there. One hundred and thirty four bucks. You can keep that. Man, you could really spend a lot of money on Blue Lagoon Island if you are so inclined. Um, Nassau Sea and Island tour. Uh, I think that is a. This is another island tour type of a scenario but on this one you explore nassau and its beautiful marine life from above and below a scenic ride takes you through nassau harbor to the sea world explorer you'll board and descend underwater okay that's cool so it's almost like a little bit of a submarine type of a ride um man what are we okay so we talked about all this stuff, and that's basically now we're getting a little bit low. There's also Resort for a Day options. Check out resortforaday.com always before you do this type of thing. And if none of these tickle your fancy, check out shoreexcursionsgroup.com. Here's another one. No, no, two more, at least two more that I want to mention here. We have a Sunset Harbor Cruise, okay? A, this is a be- this is right up my alley. It's it's always a, a pleasure to be able to be on the island, on land, for when the sun is going down. You find a nice little spot. It's a, it's a, it's a luxury you don't often get. 
You know what I mean? A lot of times you're out of there by 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock. You know, anytime you could stay into 9, 10, 11 o'clock, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. You don't really get that. It's a luxury. And so I think that should be taken advantage of. And this is an excursion that does just that, a Sunset Harbor Cruise out of Nassau. Only $31.99, but the drinks are a la carte. You will have some reggae music, really, really nice. I don't know if this thing is worth it, but I would be interested in doing this. And then also as well, you have an evening of fine rum and Caribbean beats. So you go to a a specific bar, they'll take you there, they'll give you a rum tasting, and it'll be like a little bit of a night out. Just remember, night out, how much of a night out is it going to be? You do have to be back on the ship by 9 o'clock. They say 9 o'clock, that's sail away. Once you get back on, you know, that's when they're trying to sell the cruise. Once you get on board, you find out that that is sail away time, so they'll want you back 8 o'clock. So, yeah, you will get a little bit of a sunset, but... It's still probably going to be a little light out by the time you're making your way back to the ship. Um, Great Cliff Chocolatier Factory and Tasting. Great Cliff is a rum factory. And you could see more about that in the video. And uh, you could take a tour of how they make the rum, the distillery, and things like that. They also have the cigar place you could check out as well. All that stuff. Let's see page two. If there's anything noteworthy on page two. A funky Nassau Jeep Adventure. Those are always very popular, but also fairly expensive. You know, it's a little bit more of a private experience, and you're in a Jeep. It's a very, very comfortable vehicle. You're scooting around town. Uh, it's $132 a person. little tough. Um, taste the best of Great Cliff, chocolates, this and that. We've talked about a lot of this stuff. Winemaker for a day for... $81 if that's something you're into. And then they have the scuba, Patty Scuba Course. So you could take a scuba course and get certified for $426. I think you get the course on the ship, and then they'll let you dive once you get off the ship. But that's Nassau, guys. What I think we're going to do on this cruise, again, like I said, these gentlemen that I'm sailing with are very, very, very chill. They just kind of wake up and let the wind blow them wherever they're going to go, which is a perfect, like, that's what I say. If that's what you want to do, do it. That, if that's how you want to enjoy your cruise, there's nobody. I get very, you know, sort of offended, dare I say. Triggered? I get triggered when people try to tell people how to cruise. You know what I mean? You know, I say you know, if you don't know what's going on, then I'll say maybe you should. You should at least know what's going on. But if you get a full education of everything that's in front of you that you may want to do and what the price associated with that is, and you still want to sit your fat ass on a lawn chair and drink pina coladas, man, I would look at you and smile. Good for you. Live your best life. But some people like to do it different. I'm on this cruise. Um, I'm really interested in getting away. A little quick one and kind of hanging out with my friends. That's what I'm looking to do for this one. So I don't care. I'll make suggestions if they want suggestions. What are you feeling? Oh, you got some energy today? We feel like we want to do something. We want to get into it a little bit. Maybe we do a sailing to uh, Pearl Island. 99 bucks. It includes the booze and the food. You want to do it? Maybe. Let's do it. Not now. It was just a, we're over that little wild hair we got up our ass. Little we're over that that past. Okay, let's go to the Lido deck and start hammering down some drinks. Whatever we want to do, I'm ready to go with the flow. 
I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a great sailing. Shout out to everybody who's going to be on this sailing. Like I said, I am going to do a podcast on the sailing, and I hope I get a chance to talk to some of you guys. And um, new listeners, welcome aboard. Again, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked. And you will be able to get a show not unlike this one every single day. And uh, always be booked Cruises Ultra Lounge on Facebook. That's the ultimate, I would say, the core to what this community is. That's where we do most of back and forth, most of the communicating that we do with each other. And Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com for your emails. Any emails, questions, concerns, comments, corrections that you want to put my way, do it by Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. If you're new to the show, we do often do emails on the show. This is a cruise preview show, so we are going to skip the emails and the news for this one. And uh, by the way, also the fact that we only have a couple, so we want to save up some. If you have anything to say regarding cruising whatsoever, you know, just hit up that email. We'd love to hear from you. Anyway, we are about um, less than 48 hours away from cruising, of which... 37 of them will be be working (laughs) that's an exaggeration but it's close it feels close anyway and uh that's pretty much it boat drinks cones there's a place where the boat leaves from it takes away all of your big problems you could worries you could drop them in the blue ocean but you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from take one part sand one part sea and one part set of a nine-nine tree and the drinks set cold and the reggae is hot and i know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, all right, the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Ten ladies and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from, it takes away all of your big problems. You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the so get away to where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from.